If you'd like to place an ad or sponsor an episode of my podcast, or if you'd like to sponsor or place an ad on any of my social media, which you know, TikTok, looks like we're hitting 62,000 followers right now, all you got to do is contact Chris at chopsportsmedia at gmail.com. Again, that's chopsportsmedia at gmail.com. Ask for Chris. My live dates I have coming up this Wednesday, the 25th of August. I will be doing Remember When, the new 2021 edition at the great Jackie B's in Scarsdale, Scarsdale, New York. Then on October 1st, I will be in Collingswood, New Jersey, doing the all-new 2021 edition of Remember When at the, geez, think of these names, Joe. You can do it. It's, <laughs> oh boy, it's the Scottish Rite Auditorium. The Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, New Jersey. That's uh, Friday, October 1st. And then November 6th, I'll be doing that same all-new 2021 edition of Remember When at the Emelin Theater. That's in Mamaronick, New York, Saturday, November 6th. All these tickets are available at JoeMatteris.com. Okay, let's start the show. Hey there, hi there. Ho there again. New episode. Pretender to contender. This is Joe. This is me, Joe Matteris, host of this podcast that it seems is just, uh, you know, no more guests. It's just me talking about uh, different interesting things that kind of pop up that I want to talk about each week. They usually, they either connect to becoming a pretender to a contender and how do you do it in life and in your career and in anything you put that towards. And also, uh, you know... We talk a lot about remember when type stuff, because that seems to be uh, in my mind lately. As I'm working on the tour, the new edition of the show is uh, is out. I've had to uh, come up with tons of new stuff for remember when, especially since I did it right before the pandemic on Valentine's Day 2020 at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood. I think there were 700 people there that time because they closed off the top part to make it a little smaller for me. <laughs> uh, and this time they're not making it a little smaller. This time we're going for 1,051 tickets in Collingswood. And you say, how do you do that, Joe? How can you sell that many tickets? That's a lot of tickets to sell. How are you pulling it off? Well, one way is... Uh, Two opening acts from the South Jersey area that I've been doing a lot of the Jersey editions of the show. Um, the great, uh, I always call him Kyle Dunnigan, but it's Brendan Donigan. Brendan Donigan is opening. And also uh, Dan Callahan. Dan Callahan is opening. So I got those two guys. And then I have a live band backing me up. So I'm trying to add a lot more music to the show. As there's a lot of shit to make fun of, of Remember When, when it comes to the MTV era of music, 
the bands back then, what uh, what was really popular, the way those bands dressed, the, what the songs were about, what it was like going to concerts back then, tons of shit, right? Which kind of kind of connects to what this episode is about as I posted it on just, I think I might have just put it on my story on Instagram. I don't know. And I might have put it in my group on Facebook. If you haven't joined the Pretender to Contender group on Facebook, go do that. Go uh, become a member and you'll you'll get a lot of this stuff. I, po- I post up in there what the topic is going to be and I open the voicemail, 951-298-9899. It's on 24 hours a day. If you ever want to leave a message for me and the show, go ahead, do that. <clears throat> and I'll usually play them and talk about maybe what you asked. And uh, the subject this week, what I had asked to fans was, and it, I don't, I don't know if if it, if it connects to a stand-up joke that I just started doing. I kind of ad-libbed it on stage. I should probably, I should probably play you that right now. Let's see, because I put it up on my TikTok and my Instagram today, so I'm gonna find it for you. Give me one sec, guys, if you uh, can can hold on, as I'll, I'll pull up my Instagram, as it'll take me a second. So, so basically, this was uh, the bit that I said about music when I was growing up versus now, and, and proving that our music was way better back then. Here it is. I'm gonna let you hear it. I just posted this, so the audio is not gonna be music great. Was better when I grew up. They would have solos on different instruments in the middle of the song, right? They'd be like, all of a sudden, the drummer would be like, the guitar player, fucking Eddie Van Halen. There's no solo anymore. They're never like, dude, that guy in the auto-tune, let him fucking go. (laughs) That guy who hits the button, let him hit it again. Did I just try, did I just actually giggle at my own joke? That's pathetic. I apologize for that. <laughs> so so hopefully you could understand that dialogue because I did just post it on my social media. But it's true. I was thinking this because my son's f- about to turn fourteen, and I've been driving him a lot because he started uh, he he started football, and he's uh, he's going to play freshman football at Fordham Prep High School. And I've been driving him to the Bronx, where the school is, and dropping him off for these football practices. And he just immediately hooks his music in, right? They don't even ask, hey, uh, Dad, uh, would you mind if I started playing my... And it's like, if he was honest, he would say, my horrendous music that sucks... And, and and you heard the joke, which was like the auto tune. Oh yeah, let the just let the auto tune go and, and tell them to hit that button again. I was thinking, uh, I don't know, there, it needs a tagline that joke, like maybe something like, oh oh oh, that song you're gonna steal that was huge in the '70s that no one now will realize. Grab a little more of it and just let it play. <laughs> just play a lot more of it. Don't just sample a little bit. Sample a fucking lot. There needs to be some sort of what's a funny word for like more than sampling it. <laughs> like it's more than a taste. It's like a, a whole mouthful. Take it all, man. Cause that that's what they're doing, right? And and 
I noticed because all my sons, even he just listens to rap. There are a few classic rock songs that he likes, and I think it's because I, I used to play them a lot when he was young, and I used to drive him to preschool. A lot of ACDC. Like, he still likes Highway to Hell. He still likes, uh, let's think, um, Dirty Deeds, Hell's Bells. Um, he'll like some Zeppelin if you play him. Like, they still know, even though they're getting, you know, the, the, the worst music to me. Because there's no instrumentation on it. There's no, it's just some guy on a keyboard or on a computer. Sure, there's a keyboard maybe hooked up to the computer that just does all kind of shit. And sure, there's a talent to that. I get it. There's not no talent because I couldn't do it. I have GarageBand. It has all this stuff on it. I don't know how to make a song and and make a, a hit beat. I, I don't know how to do it, and I, and I give it to you. There is a little bit of talent to that. But I was thinking there's no music anymore where you just listen to it because the drummer's so good or the guitar player's so good. You know, the only way they get you now is if the person's a great singer. Sure, they got a really cool voice. You'll check it out. But like, this is what I got to listen to in my in the car with my son. And this is this is one of the biggest hits out of all of them. This Drake God's plan. It's not like they don't even use their real voice to rap. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Hey, yeah. I finesse down Western Road. Hey, next. Might go down a GOD. Yeah. All right. Now, am I the only one? There's a disconnect for me. There's a disconnect for me when there's some sort of process thing all over your voice and it makes. Uh, it makes me just, I don't know, I'm not listening to your lyrics, and I'm, I'm not clueless. Like, I don't love rap, but there's certain ones, I'm sh- yeah, I'm picking the biggest hits ever, right? Like, you listen, you listen to, listen to Biggie, right? Listen to the difference. The buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. You feel it. in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. See it? You kind of just feel his story. When you when they throw shit all over the voice, I don't I don't feel the story. I don't feel the pain. There needs to be there needs to be some uh, struggle. How do you hear the struggle when it's like? Oh. It's a good one. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. That's right. That's right. It's all good. It's all good. How much better did that sound than this? I made sure that no side And still. Thank God for what's happening right now. It might not be good. He's mixing something in. I do. Yeah, he couldn't leave it. He couldn't leave it play it out long because he was afraid he'd lose everybody. 
it's just like stand up. Like sometimes you gotta, like you add so much shit to your stand up because you think we're in 2021. People have a short attention span, right? But what happens is, is you diluted it. You diluted the realness, and now you lost their attention by adding too much shit in. I wonder that with my my new show, my new my new remember when, you know. I throw a million pictures up there. I got a million different songs coming in and out. And this past weekend, you know, I went into New York City and I just did my shows. I can't use pictures when I'm doing a 20-minute set at the comic strip. So I got to just say the stuff. And somehow I feel like the connection is stronger. So I do need to figure that out in my show. When are pictures too much? And when are are, are music's music little triggers taking you out of the bit instead of bringing you into the bit i don't know it's a process but man i know i know that i'm adding all these pictures and all this shit to all my stuff because that's all you see on social media nobody could focus you can't you can't even put an audio clip right you can't even put an audio clip online and nobody wants to watch it. It has to be video. Nobody can listen to it. They're like, ah, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't listen to your stand-up. That's what stand-up was. It was an imaginary thing. You were supposed to hear us and picture what we're talking about. You're picturing it in your mind. Okay. So I took a lot of phone calls on this subject of music. Am I crazy to think our music was a lot better back then? Ah, I don't know. Maybe maybe you think I'm wrong. Maybe you think I'm right. But I let people call in, and I want to go to the phones really early, and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about this, okay? But let's go to our first caller. Let's go. Caller one, what you got? What you got? Hey, Joe, this is Bill from New Rochelle, currently in Greenport right now, waiting out this tropical storm. But I'm calling about the uh, music today. It is unlistenable, but you're also just an old dad. I mean, clearly the best singers and bands out there are from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Music today is just awful. And, um, you know, I think Baby Shark is probably the greatest example of that. But um, but we are old. I mean, that's the reality. There are some some songs that you can live with, but there's you don't have a U2, a Pearl Jam, a Billy Joel, even an Elvis. Like it, musicians like that don't exist anymore. So, with all due respect to Justin Bieber, <laughs> no. So um, I'm sorry. It's both. We're old, and it's also unlistenable. Enjoy your day. See, but that, that, that's what comes from being old, right? Knowledge. We're right. That this is the best. This is like the one of the biggest. I'm looking at how many views. Guess how many views it has. This fucker's in the billions. It has 1,339,541 and 45 views. A fucking billion. I feel nothing from this. It's the biggest one. 
bad things. Ugh. I want you guys to go on a shopping spree on me. You guys can get whatever you want. How much better is this? Now this is this is sampled. It's got some stolen shit in it right at the beginning. It's about something important and very important to him. And what happens? It turns out everybody else feels the same way. So they love it. Alright. Let's shut off the rap, really, because a lot of this, what I wanted to talk about was I miss I miss solos. I miss solos by bands, you know? I really do. It's probably why our kids, it's very hard to get them to want to even play instruments now. Still, You still see kids playing instruments and in in bands and stuff but like i asked my son i'm like who do you know that's like in a band or who plays and it's like nobody he doesn't know one kid (laughs) nobody nobody does it and i I, it's got to be because you don't hear them playing instruments and music anymore it's all fucking computers and shit it's terrible you're killing our kids stop it like Here's a great example for me of, of, of a song. I remember being young and I remember I couldn't wait for this part, which was like the guitar solo, not just the guitar solo, the guitar solo went into a drum solo and I knew them. I knew their names. I knew Neil Peart. I called it Neil Peart my whole life. I found out later in life it's Neil Peart, Neil, Neil Peart. Peart <laughs> and Alex Lifeson, you know, it was back to back. Of course, I knew Getty Lee, the singer and the bass player and the keyboard player. The fucker played multiple instruments. He's strapping all kind of shit on. But Alex Lifeson and Neil Pert, back to back solos in a great song that had great lyrics in it, too. And just sitting there waiting for this part right here. When I got so excited, and you couldn't help but air drum and air guitar, even if you were driving your car, right? This came on. Probably, if you were in your car right now, you probably just did it. You couldn't not. You couldn't not go. You went all the way around because you remembered Neil Peart had the full going all the way around 180 drums. Like I think he did. I think they were 360s. I think he spun his chair and kept playing. You're like, how the fuck? How did he do that? I think he just played behind his torso pathetic there's no music anymore let's go to the let's go to the next caller let's see what he's got to say i don't know why i keep uh 
All right. Let's see what we got next. Hey, Joe. Jerry Rowan here from Philly. Um, I'm just taking a little break here real quick to uh, a little break from my Footloose rehearsal. I'm playing the Reverend Shaw on Footloose. You can hear him rehearsing in the background. Anyway, um, I'm calling about your uh, your your topic today. Uh, is there good bands today? Uh, well, I'll answer that at the end. But uh, let me I'll give you my top five first. Let me go. I'm going to have to start with uh, as a singer and songwriter myself. I I focus on songwriters, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Bob Dylan. Then we'll go to Bruce. I forgot to tell you. I I also put out there that I wanted to hear your top five favorite bands from back when you grew up. And if they wanted to say why, they could. So that's why uh, Jerry Rowan is going into that. Let's go back to his, his call. Springsteen, then Lou Reed, and then the Beatles. Now, my fifth position will, will, could probably change. My top four is pretty firm, but I think my fifth position would, would change often. But today I'm going to pick Dire Straits because Mark Knopfler is my favorite guitar player. I'm not saying he's the best guitar player. He's just my favorite. And uh, as far as your other question, is there good music today? There is. There's lots of good music today. You're just not going to find it on Top 40 Radio or on the or on any popular uh, channels or, or however people listen to music today. You're not going to you're not going to find it in the uh, Top 40 area. You just got to dig a little deeper to whatever you're into. And there's there's you know I uh, for example I love Whole Steady Craig Finn. He's a great songwriter, young guy. Uh, there's Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. He's pretty awesome. And to go and to pick somebody from a popular area, uh, Ed Sheeran. You know, he, he's he's a good he's a good songwriter, good guitar player, and a good singer. So you know, there is good music out there. It's just not as ready as available. Not on the top forty like it was when we were young. It's all great it seems when we were young, you know. And uh, no, I don't think you're old, man. There's definitely some music that sucks these days, you know. And uh, that's probably always the case, you know. But uh, anyway. That's my thoughts on this week's topic. All right? Take care, guys. So long. Well, I mean, I guess I should have asked more specifically because I was asking about solos, right? Musical solos. And if there's any bands that we listen to now because of somebody playing an instrument, someone who's in that band, or even if it's the lead singer who can play, does that ever bring you in? And, and it brings me to John Mayer, who I love. John Mayer is a fucking amazing guitar player. But I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this. I feel he doesn't showcase he doesn't showcase his guitar playing that much except for all over his social media. And sure, YouTube and all that. You see that. He makes a lot of videos where it's just him playing the guitar and they're all over his social media and I watch them a lot. But I find that when I listen to the stuff that he puts out, his original music, it's not nearly as good as when he's just fucking wailing on the guitar and improvising. And I'm like, he doesn't do that a lot in his songs. You know, I mean, sure, Gra Gravity's one that has a great guitar riff at the beginning, right? Uh, and I'm trying to think 
of any of his other songs. I mean, you you would say, well, you don't know you don't know enough of them. Like I I used to have one of his albums that had a lot of uh, cool little guitar riffs on it, but it was not. It was exactly what. Uh, Jerry just said it wasn't the stuff you would hear on the radio. I was like, I've never heard this song or I've never heard that song. The ones that are on the radio are the ones that kind of blow. And and it seems sad to me that kids can't get both. Why can't the song be really catchy and also have something that showcases his guitar skill, you know, instead of making it so poppy and like cheesy sounding as I pull him up. Playing like an oldie here. Playing like a, an old, an oldie. Ain't no sunshine. But listen to him play. shit all day but maybe that's maybe that is because i'm old like yeah you sat my son down he'd watch this for a second and he'd go cool and he'd walk away so there has to be something that uh is, is doing that that's making them not be grabbed by a super skill they're not feeling it like we do i don't know what it is it's interesting it's a little bit of like what last week's subject was, you know. We did talk about emotion and how it connects to competitiveness. And I guess emotion can kind of connect to why you would like certain music that you feel doesn't have that much emotion in it. You know, it's just, I don't know. I want to keep playing some of these that I pulled that to me just like really showcase different uh, different band members. Here's an excellent example. Here's another one that I used to just, I couldn't wait for it to come up in the song when it played on the radio in Philly. It was you were listening to YSP or MMR. 93.3 WMMR. This is 94.1 WYSP, you know, and we were really into those rock stations too. That's what everybody was listening to when I grew up. Those two stations in South Jersey and Philly. We weren't listening to uh, a hip-hop station like now when my kids get in the car and that's what they want to put on, you know, or my daughter only wants to hear the top 40. And I guess they, these were top 40 for us. But when, when this guitar, guitar solo came on, I should have asked you some of your favorite guitar solos from music from when you grew up. But this one, I always thought was like fucking awesome. I remember this this part when it just comes on you're like oh shit here he goes here he goes and it's the lead singer by the way the lead singer playing the, the solo
Oh, oh, man. You could you could literally you could literally feel you could feel it in the solo. Just that. Oh my god. And then there were songs that would just come out that were just instrumental when we grew up. There was no singing in it. Does that exist anymore? A, a, a rock band putting out an instrumental song. I want to see someone do that now. Because I'll tell you, when I would go to see this concert, you heard these three little chimes. And you were in. And you would, you know, we would listen to whole albums back then, too. Maybe that's another reason. Do you think kids, I mean, it didn't exist to get, like, just the MP3 of a song when we were growing up. You bought the whole album. You couldn't wait to go out and get it. And then you also... You had to listen to the whole, well, you didn't have to. You could just play the tracks, but it was a pain in the ass to move <laughs> to move the needle to the song you wanted. You'd have to, to find that little space and then drop it on there. So you would listen to whole albums because you were too lazy, and then you'd find shit on there that you liked. You're like, oh, shit, I like this instrumental song. But these three chimes for me. That ding, 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 you knew it was coming. Maybe it's because I played guitar growing up, and I'd have my guitar in my hand, and I'd just be like, wait, wait. Just over and over. I don't know. I mean, YYZ Rush is a great example. They'd play this in concert, everybody went fucking nuts. Drumming's incredible. And then here we go, we're off. My wife would hate it. She'd hate that music. Now this one, of course, because he just passed away, we know. We know Eddie Van Halen. We know we listen to Van Halen probably mostly because of Eddie, right? Because they switched singers. They switched singers, and we still listened, right? But I found this uh, Eruption gar- guitar solo live when Sammy Hagar was in the band. Sammy's up on stage, and I got to tell you, I got, like, chills just listening to this, and I, w- I want to share it with you. I'm not going to play the whole thing because this is long. It's 13 minutes long. You would go to a concert, and there would be solos in the concert, right? And you looked forward to when the guitar solo was going to happen in the concert or the drum solo, just the fucking drummer wailing out, even the bass player, you know, I don't know if you got a singing solo. I mean, I've seen bands now where they take all the uh, instruments away and and they'll do like a uh, barbershop type thing where they all harmonize with each other and sing. I've seen that and it's pretty cool. Trying to think of Mumford and Sons. I saw in concert with my wife and they all got out there and did that and uh amazing amazing to, and they they went from one side of the concert you ever have one of these where you have shitty seats and all of a sudden they move all the way to the other side of the concert and they just uh they sang a cappella and now they were right in front of us instead of me having to look all the way across the whole arena to see the band but i'm gonna play some of this and uh it just it just brought me back to that time when 
the the solo would happen in the concert. All right, so now comes my favorite part of the show. It's my favorite part of the whole evening. We've been on tour since March, and I have no better time any time than right now because I get to go sit down, have myself a nice cold one, and listen to the greatest rock and roll guitar player in the world, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. That's the other thing. I don't know if if now, if you went to see one of these bands now, the whole stadium would start chanting one guy in the band's name. <laughs> They're not doing that. They're not going to a Justin Bieber just going, Justin, Justin, Justin. No, because they're not moved. They're not moved by that shit. You also need to, it's really cool, Eddie, Eddie right here goes and sits down on the front of the stage with a cigarette in his mouth, sits it in the top of the, the top of the guitar, blows some smoke rings, cigarette back in his mouth again, and, and then begins. This doesn't make you cry, Missing Eddie Van Halen. I don't know what will. Go watch this video if you get a chance. Only 17 mil on this one. Didn't get up to the billions, and it should. I'll shut up. They stuck a commercial in. Can you believe these fuckers? They stuck a commercial in. Two yes, commercials in. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not even gonna play them on my show.
start eruption yet. <laughs> there we go. No, it's still not it. Oh, yeah, it is. This is an extended version of it. Another regret. Another regret. I never went. I never saw Van Halen in concert. How the fuck did I do that? How did I never do that? Oh my god! What a blown opportunity by me. What a blown opportunity by me. On my uh, regrets. And here, here's another one. Another famous guitar solo by a famous guy that passed away on the young side. And I never saw him live. And they used to say that he would blow you away with his guitar skills. Sure, he could dance. Sure, he could sing. Sure, he could write amazing songs. Sure, he was a fucking showman and a half. But they said he could also play. And I never got to see it. Definitely missed, man. I blew it. Never got to see him. Never got to see him. Saw him at the Super Bowl. But I wasn't at that Super Bowl. But that's as close as I can get, you know? Oh, boy. We got only one last message here. And I'm going to play it for you. Then we're going to round up the show. 
and I hope you're entertained by these. It's always nice to hear from you. If you ever want to contact me, go to joeyspod at gmail.com. You can always do that. Let me let me hear what you're thinking of the show. What do you like? What do you not like? What would you like to hear? Let me know. I need to connect with you guys. Also, uh, as I said at the top, if you want to advertise on the show, you also want to advertise on my social media, I'll build an ad campaign for you. We can put it all over my, my TikTok, 62,000 followers. I've had up to 1.7 million on a video. That could have been you. That could have been your company or something you're doing. You could have promoted it on there. If you want to advertise on there, all you have to do is get a hold of Chris at Chop Sports media at gmail.com okay but let's go to the final call who we got here who we got here who do we have on the final call hi my name is Gennaro Esposito calling from Marlton New Jersey just wanted to let you know that the five bands that I remember from the 80s and 70s Van Halen the Eagles Led Zeppelin Nirvana Bon Jovi but I do know other bands of today, like 21 Pilots. you got to be in with it, or a DJ like I was. Or you could be like Joe Matarese and not know anything. <laughs> That's my friend Gene from growing up. I can't tell if the band he was saying, 21 Pilots, because his son's a musician, and he was going to open for me in Collingswood at the Scottish Rite. But he's like, you know, he's in his early 20s, and I thought that's going to be a disconnect with the Remember When show to have this young, like, hip-hop artist. He's like a Justin Bieber, you know, he can, or not Justin Bieber, uh, Justin Timberlake. And he's, uh, he can dance, and he can sing, and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, and then he, I don't know, I just thought it might have been a disconnect. I want to do a different show that's not my Remember When show and have him, I, I love the idea. I've always loved combining music and, and comedy. But I'm going to Google this right now. Let's see if we can find 21 Pilots. Let's see if it's this kid's band. Let's find out. We'll go to YouTube. 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 21 Pilots. Let's see. 21 I don't see anything. 21 Pilots. Uh, no, there is a video here. I don't know if this is his kid. No, it can't be because there's one video here. It has 1.1 billion views. Holy shit. 21 pilots. Huh. Let's play it. Anyone know this? Because I don't. Of course, there's a couple of ads on it. There's always got to be. A couple of ads. We'll skip the ads. Let's see if anybody knows this. This is the video. Some birds and trees. If I hear auto-tune Gene, I'm going to be fucking pissed. I just want to stay in the sun where I find I know it's hard sometimes Pieces of peace in the sun's peace of mind I know it's hard sometimes Yeah, I think about the end just way too much But it's fun to fantasize All my enemies who wouldn't wish who I was But it's fun to fantasize 
Alright, I don't know what you guys are thinking as you're listening to this. Now, Gennaro Esposito, you just said we gotta listen to these guys. This sounds poppy to me. This sounds like what my son would like. It's a little too lighthearted. Man. It doesn't have the. It, there's no edge. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. Because everybody's nice now. How can they have songs with edge? If everybody's nice to each other, it's like that great joke that Chris Rock had. Remember the Chris Rock joke? He goes, "You can get rid of, you get rid of bullets, you can get rid of them, but you're gonna get rid of the Communist Central. <laughs> no bullets, no one gonna be funny no more. You get rid of Communist Central. <laughs> That's so true. So if you're nice, you get music. This sounds happy. Yay." Everybody, yay, everything is good. My parents are nice to me. When I want to do things, they say yes. When I ask for a gift that costs a lot, they buy it for me. I get everything I want. No one is mean. No one ever bullied me. No one ever said no. Oh, oh, oh. That's what it sounds like to me, Gene. Come on, come on. Listen to that versus this. Listen to that versus this, Gene. Come on, you know. Let's let's pick a great one. I'm trying to think of a perfect one. Oh, boy, what are we going to listen to? Oh, boy, let's listen to... Uh, oh, yeah, this is a great one. So, yep, there's some commercials in front of it. There are some commercials in front of it. Here we go. That's not a good example. <laughs> Here's a great example. how we did it back when I grew up they started out nice they're like yeah life is good mm, everything is okay it's pretty good I went up to school today we played stickball and threw threw our bikes into the wall occasionally I got each stroke that's just the way it was. It was different back then. So we would start it off nice. 
But then eventually, the edgy time came into the music. It slowly came in, right? You were like, you know what? Life kind of sucks. Kind of blows. I didn't get what I wanted. I wasn't allowed to go there. Everybody said no. There's a difference. Yep, there was definitely a difference. Oh my God. What song should we even end this episode with? What song would you end this episode with? Now you can hear the harder times right away. Right away. No one, no one had more sad in their voice than Chris Cornell. There's two people for me that top the charts in sad but great in their voice. Chris Cornell, number one. I'm going to give you my number two in a second. Black hole sun, won't you come? All right, can you guess number two? Can you guess number two? I bet you have no idea what I'm going to do now. Unless you listen to the podcast, you've probably heard me say it. This is old school. This is old school, but no one had it more. No one had it more in their voice. This was a huge hit. But there is a there is a cry in the voice. Sitting in the morning sun, I'll be sitting when the evening comes, watching the ships roll in, and then I watch them roll away again. Yeah. We're going to end today's podcast with the great Otis. Otis Redding, everybody. Fucking phenomenal. They should do a documentary about him. Or a biopic. I left my home in Georgia. Headed for the Frisco Bay. He makes you feel like you can sing, too. When you listen to him, you're in your car like, I can do this. I'll do the whistle. So I'm just going to sit on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another pretender to contender. We're doing it. We're keeping these under an hour. 
Thank you guys for being fans. It's just, it means a lot that you listen. Keep listening. Keep listening. Come to my live shows this Wednesday, the 25th of August. Remember when. Come and see it. We'll be in Scarsdale, New York. Jackie B's. Then we go over to uh, October 1st. I'll be in Collingswood, New Jersey at the Scottish Rite Theater. That's October 1st. It's a Friday. And then November 6th, the Emelin Theater in Mamaronic, New York. All right? Those are all available. All those tickets are available on JoeMatterese.com. All right, everybody? Go get them. Go get them. JoeMatterese.com. Such a good song. Wasting time. All right, let's fade that one out there. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy, enjoy your day wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Remember, life is good. It's fine. Everything's okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> All right? Smile. Do what you love. And enjoy the fuck out of your family. <laughs>